our vision for our firm is to have the biggest impact on the world that we can. And uh, we want to do that through taking individuals that are, are in financial situations that they find themselves in where they, they kind of have a victim mindset and, and show them, you know, the path uh, to being empowered through that. Listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. Successful people learn how to make their minds work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's um, so great to be here. Thanks for having me. This is uh, just amazing to be back. So yeah, awesome. This is going to be fun. Yeah, looking forward to it. So just for every, just so everybody that's listening to this knows, tell everybody what you do. Uh, so I'm an attorney and I own a law firm, and uh, we specialize in helping people that have found themselves uh, victims of financial abuse, primarily, and uh, we help them through a variety of different ways. Uh, in a lot of different industries, uh, but we we don't represent consumer um, any businesses or corporations. It, it's only individual people that are going through struggles with um, with bullies, uh, people that are pushing them around. So, what's the name of the law firm? It's Bell Law LLC. Nice. Yeah. So it's interesting, right? Like we've been in a relationship business relationship for seven years now, and you've done so many amazing things. But I'd like to take it all the way back to the beginning. What was your life like and what was your business like before we started working together? So I think the most vivid snapshot would be about 10 years ago. And, um, you know, really, I wanted to quit the practice of law, to be honest with you. Um, I, I had my own firm, but there was no employees and I was not in a practice area doing work that I really love to do. And... I think it was through um, actually working with, you know, one of your um, people that you've worked with, Arjan, um, who now owns um, How to Manage a Small Law Firm. Yeah. And that is kind of back in 2013, what kind of started the trajectory towards, you know, I think sometimes when people get frustrated, it's, you know, there's something deeper inside of you, you know, and but you don't have any idea how to get it out of you. And I think... Like a, from a be, a be more, do more, have more perspective, right? Yeah, 100%. You know, just being able to live a life, you know, that not only with financial freedom, which you teach people, but um, just to be able to express yourself as a human being the way you naturally are authentically. And um, yeah, so I, I, if you want to take it all the way back, I think, you know, let, let's start 10 years, which which is about 10 years after I had graduated from law school. Okay. And um was there anything specific that was happening during that time that was causing you to feel like you knew that there was more there? I think there there was a lot of different things. I don't know if there was just one thing. I think sometimes you you start on a path and you're not really sure how you got there. You end up at a yeah. point in your life, yeah. and I'm sure you can relate. Yeah. Um, and you're just thinking, I'm miserable. I mean, I, I don't enjoy life. There's really nothing, you know, that 
I really authentically, truly love experiencing on, on a day to day basis. And you want to escape, right? You know, when you've built something like that for yourself. And, um, but I have the desire, you know, right. to do something greater. And that's where, you know, but you don't know how, you don't know. Like if I, yeah. looking back on the path right now, I mean, there, there's, I mean, so many twists and turns of how we got here. I mean, it's, you can never predict that. Yeah. Well, one of the things that you're saying that, that I find inter interesting, and this happened with me, although I will admit I was a little bit younger, but when I, I mean, I've been in business for 24 years, helping people mm -hmm. build businesses and really live their dream. And with everybody I've ever worked with, they start off with it, you know, they're, they, they've got information all of their life on how to be successful in kind of like a normal way, mm -hmm. like how they've been set up going to school or church or their parents or whatever. And they come out with a set of rules and a viewpoint on how to see the world. And they start really going after it. And then at some point, like you mentioned, something in their mind goes, something's not right here. Right. They're not happy. They're not fulfilled. They're not making as enough uh, the amount of money that they want to make. They can't see how to go further. Um, they may be looking at the people that they're working with and going, this is not the crew that I really yeah. want to jive mm -hmm. with. And yet there, there's this idea in their mind. And I know this for me because this is what I was told. Like, you just kind of have to shut up and deal with it. Right. Because that's what life is. You're expecting too much out of what's out of what's going on. And that's a weird place to wake up one day and see yourself in that. So when, so when you started to realize that, how long was it from the time you started to realize until you actually started looking to do something about it? I, I would say at least, I mean, it, it had been going on for a while. I mean, this was nothing new. I would say within two or three years of coming out of law school, something's not right. Like, I'm not in a position where, you know, I'm being myself where I feel like I can really be here to fulfill, you know, my life's purpose. And then, you know, what what really kind of led to, I would say, the first big breakthrough. And you you had actually mentioned this a couple of days ago, I think, when you went to a similar event. But I'll never forget the first time when I walked into uh, a quarterly meeting with, you know, how to manage a small law firm. and I saw people getting up to a microphone talking about how they ran a law firm that was making more than a million dollars a year. I mean, my mind would, and there was all this positivity, all these people that were just doing these amazing things. And it just, it literally blew my, just the fact that I thought it was possible at that time, you know, and it was- Because it was like a peer was reflecting that back to you, yeah? Yeah, yeah. because, it, you know, you, you hear about it, you talk about it, but if the people you're surrounding yourself with, you know, aren't at that level, you know, you, it's just an intellectual exercise. But yeah. then when you actually see it, you know, your mind can't argue with reality. Right. <laughs> then right. it starts to say, well, you can't do it. You know, maybe it starts to twist it a little bit, but once you see that, I think, you know, it, it just completely changes everything, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, we met about seven years ago and you mentioned Arjan who has how to manage a small law firm. And I think it was, I don't know, 15 years ago that Arjan came to me and I started helping him build his business. Um, so I know the environment that he, that he creates really well. 
What was it that made you think or decide that you wanted to work for me? What was that like actually making the decision to do that? I just remember Arjun saying, if you want to understand how your mind works, because it's like a record, you get these grooves and it goes over and over and over again. I, I still remember when I got up, when he described that workshop, that you can learn how that worked and how to change it. I, I'll never forget hearing that, getting up and walking to the back of the room and signing up for that. And yeah, I mean, if you look at, and that was a point where I was kind of just starting, you know, your growth. And, and when you just start, it's kind of like, you know, a rocket leaving Earth's orbit. It takes a lot of force, you know, to be able to, to get past, you know, that initial layer. So you can start, you know, really, really doing some fun things. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was 7,500 bucks. And at the time, like, you know, that was a lot of money, but I also knew that. And that was the event that we did for our John, the yeah. one in Charlotte, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, do you want to, should we talk about that or? Yeah. It's, well, um, all right. So let me ask you another question. So when you came to that, did you have something specific you were wanting to learn or fix or change that you knew at the time? Or were you just looking to see what is this mindset mindset stuff about and, you know, what, what could happen? What was your thought going into it, really? You know, it's an interesting question. I think it was more just the mindset in general, just learning how... Um, learning how our minds work. And I don't remember there being one specific thing. I just, I just knew that that was like the next right step for me. It was just kind of an intuitive thing. And I knew that it was going to be a challenge, you know, for me to go through with that, not only for the money, because it was an investment in myself to say that I'm worth it and we're going to go through and we're going to try and see what happens. But, you know, you don't know what's on the other side when you say yes to something and yeah. your mind tries to, you know, scare you and get right. you to turn around. So yeah, there was a lot of fear. Well, you said something really significant. You said, I'm worth it. Mm -hmm. And one of the interesting things about people that find themselves in a stuck situation is very often they're presented with maybe different uh, options for answers mm -hmm. to whatever their problem is that they have in life. And then they see what it's going to cost them, whether it's time or money or whatever. And they go, it's going to cost me how much to change this or to get this result. And they're not thinking about it from the perspective of that. I deserve this, that I deserve the best for me or to, and, or whatever it is that I need to become the best me that I can become. And they, they have that reflection point of money or time, or maybe there's somebody in their family that's against them, you know, spending time or money doing that. And that barrier becomes the thing that they can't get past in order to start moving them to the next level. Mm -hmm. They have the same kind of thought process that yeah. you did. Would they know something's not right? Yeah. They're tired of, you know, beating it every day. They're not, they, they know, I'll never forget when I realized that there was no way I would ever make the amount of money that I wanted to make working in the job that I was in. I don't know why I didn't know that earlier when I first went to work, you know, when I came out of school and, and actually got a job. Mm -hmm. But one day it was just like, oh, there, there's no way that this will ever happen doing this. You're going to have to find something yeah. else to do, figure something yeah. else out to do that. Yeah. So those are those kind of turning points where are you open to what the universe mm -hmm. sends you, right? Mm -hmm. to, to go into it. Yeah. And just like you said, it was scary for you. It was scary for me also. 
yeah, you're going to have to give something up, you know? Yeah. There, there's a law. That, the law of sacrifice says in order to gain anything of a higher nature in your life, you have to be willing to let go of something mm-hmm. from a lower nature. You know, all successful people have the same 24 hours every day and they have the same availability to resources as anybody else does. They just know what to do with it in a different way to maximize whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me tell you a story, David. So, and where I got this idea for a million, I don't know, maybe it's, you know, just something we all kind of think about if we could do that in a year. But I remember being with my dad (laughs) at the casino. I, I don't know when this, probably 12 years ago or so. And, you know, I, I told him I want to make a million dollars someday. And um, he says, well, how are you going to do that? <laughs> he said, that's $83,333 and 33 cents a year. And I was like, oh, well, you thought about a it month, a month, a month. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I said, well, you, you thought about it too then, you know, because he had the idea, but he didn't know, you know, we're not taught how to do it. And that that's what ends up, you know, stopping us from moving forward. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's, um, well, that's the same thing that my parents would say to me. Yeah. My whole childhood, if I came up with something, they would say, how are you going to do that? <laughs> and I had no idea. So that was the end of that, right? Because, And which was weird because the first, when I first uh, found myself in trouble financially when I, was, when I was younger in my 20s, I was trying to figure out a way to get out of it. And I, I'm sitting, so I had, the problem was more than just money problem. It was a problem with the family and where we were stuck and the bad decisions that I had made. And I was only trying to fix the money part. Mm-hmm. I had no idea how to solve these problems of life from any other perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think it came from the idea that not only did I get that repeated back to me, how are you going to do that? But nobody ever said, here's how you solve these problems. Here's what you do. And because I think they didn't know how. Either, you know, they're great people, but they're, they can only give you the best that they have. That's it. Yeah. Well, and what's it, did they ever explore how? Not to my knowledge. And and it's the same here. It's like, but why not? You know, I mean, you know, something's out there, but at some point you stop, right? Yeah. I think my family had so many negative beliefs around wealth that they couldn't get past those Mm -hmm. in order to actually get to a place where it was feasible in their mind as a possibility. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because yeah. I think it, it's different for everyone. I think, I think some people, you know, I was telling you about my father and I think he just tapped out on his income and just said, you know, yeah. this is all I'm worth, you know? Um, I always got the impression that my family thought that there was, there was really something different about really wealthy or successful people versus who we were. And because they they didn't know exactly what that was, they automatically assumed, well, whatever it is, it's not me, mm-hmm. right? So I can't do it. And I do remember hearing you got to be really smart or you, already, you have to have money or you have to know people or a bunch of them are crooked. I used to hear that a lot, especially from my grandparents. So I knew reflecting back, I knew that there were things in there that if you were really thinking about it, if that's all the information you had and you were really just watching it from the outside, it might not let you get close enough to the desire inside to actually think about, well, I don't want to have to kill myself to do it. Money won't make you happy. I don't want to be dishonest to make money. So they, you know, it's like, okay, what's the best I can do with what I have? Yeah. Becomes this artificial barrier where you just never even get past the point of asking the question. So we've worked together for a long time. 
That's fascinating. A lot has been done. Sure. You've worked on a tremendous amount, tons of change going on. What's a memorable high point that you have during this process? Hmm. You know, there, there's a lot, but l- let me give you one from a couple of years ago. Um, back in 2017, ironically, you know, right when we first started working together, um, we took on a housing case that involved some individuals that were just living in really horrific living, all kinds of mold, water leakage, bed bugs, like just wh- whatever you can imagine as being kind of the worst case scenario for that. And I had never, we had never done a case like that with our firm before, but I listened to what they said and, and I said, we can't turn this person away. We have to help. And, you know, four years later in 2021, um, you know, we not only received over two and a half million dollar settlement um, entirety for, for everyone um, that was a part of that case, but we also forced the sale of the building and um, they did a $10 million renovation for the entire building. And so the living conditions that we were, you know, trying to get fixed got fixed. And then we also got, you know, some relief uh, for the tenants, which is, it's just really cool to, um, to not only, you know, there's, there's that piece of it, the monetary piece and like what, what you're doing for the living conditions. But I think a lot of people don't have others in their life that stand up for them and show them that people are out there that that will stand up for them. And so, you know, one of the things that we like to do in our firm, it's not just, you know, we're solving their legal problem, but we're also showing them that, you know, there's hope out there, you know, that they don't have to be victims in their own life, that they can be empowered, you know, to create something else. And I hope, um, you know, the people that we work with, the people that we touch in the community, you know, just whoever, that if they can just see that, you know, that's something that you can't measure, you know, in terms of the settlement. So right. both in terms of what we accomplish, you know, with the monetary piece of it, getting the building fixed, and then also, you know, just being an example for the people in the building, you know, it was, um, it was a long journey with a lot of trials and tribulations, but, you know, we, we ultimately prevailed and, and found some great allies along the way, you know, to do that. And, um, you know, I, I don't know that I could have done it without you and, you know, the mindset and all the things, you know, that you, you teach. Um, well, what would be, ask yourself this, or let's add, just, just address this sure. question. Can you, can you think of a, uh, one significant change that you made in yourself that allowed you to have such a success with this case? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Like I couldn't have done it without making this change. I think, I think that was the road to really understanding what faith is and not really knowing that at the time, but now I can kind of look back and connect the dots and, and look at all the things that happened. And, and, you know, you talk about the hero's journey, you know, going through that process and coming through, you know, to the end when, you know, there were so many times where I don't know what's going to happen, you know, here and being able to have that confidence to persevere through no matter what happens. And I think, you know, what you teach that to me is the most valuable thing is 
your peace of mind and your ability to handle and deal with problems as they come up, you know, in, in a rational, calm manner, you know, without reacting and having your emotional brain, you know, hijack whatever's going on with the situation. Because yeah. You talk about the truth, you know, what is the truth in this, you know, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, that's such an amazing gift, you know, when you can get there. Absolutely. Okay. So that's a, that's a great kind of a segue there. So having said that, what would be the opposite? What would be a low point that you experienced during this transformation? Hmm. Maybe something that was hard for you, something difficult to change. I think that there's probably, let me give you two. Um, the first one I think was really starting to own the fact that I was in control of my own life. And even though there were emotions and things that would happen, you know, I have to be the one to learn how to master those things and being able to get myself to do what I need to do every day in order to accomplish my goals and the firm goals and whatever we're trying to achieve. And I think, um, you know, Steph, you know, worked me through a lot of that process and it was just, it was just kind of dealing with, you know, that, that, core wound, which was one of the fundamental things that you taught, you know, that we, um, as human beings all deal with is, um, you know, I'm I'm not worthy and, um, you know, I'm, I'm not lovable and I'm not enough, you know, just those kind of core things and really starting to get to the other side of that. And and there were some dark times in there, you know, cause that, that part of you is not, doesn't necessarily want to be confronted and, and that's not an easy process. Right. Um, the sec, the second one I would say would be during COVID, you know, the first three, three or four months, you know, when that happened and, you know, it, it was, it was just crazy. You know, what was, you know, you can look back now and just say, I mean, I almost, I mean, for a year we were working from home, you know, yeah, doing yeah. zoom stuff and, and there, there, and just in terms of your mental health, in terms of dealing, you know, trying to run a business and trying to, you know, go through all those things. And with a tremendous amount of fear and uncertainty coming yeah. from the outside world at the same time. And, and you know, that was when, when you started doing, you did a special series, right? Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. How to imagine uncertainty during a crisis yeah. or something like that. And in some ways it was a low point, but I'm glad that it happened because it, it, it's made me so much more mentally tough to know that, hey, that happened and I can get through it. And you know what? It's probably not the last time something like that is going to happen in our lifetime. Right. You know? Right. So. But sometimes it took it just, a lot of people out, man. <laughs> I mean, it really did. It is. Yeah. Uh, and that was one of the reasons why we ran that program, uh, because when when COVID happened, I remember thinking to myself, this this has the potential to destabilize the entire world, locking people up, especially, you know, in the being stuck at home and the disruption of the flow of goods and services throughout the United States and, you know, on the globe. Uh, we all have we all have this kind of intrinsic internally 
uh, programmed pattern of how everything in the world flows. And this was going to disrupt it. And I thought, you know, people are not going to know what to do with the anxiety of that. And then because of that, they're not going to be productive. So we had thousands of people that listened in on those calls that I did during that time frame. And really the whole idea was, okay, look, we got this crazy thing that would happen. Um, I know that I need to figure out a way to get through this. How do I need to think every day in order to be able to get through it, take care of my family, take care of my business, uh, take care of my health? How do I need to really focus on getting through this, uh, through this time? It was, you know, it was, it, it was, I mean, I'm glad you, I mean, I know it was tough, but you did a great job. Yeah. And, and thank you, you know, for you and your team, because, you know, I, that's part of the reason why I love doing business with you because you're, you're such a great example for, you know, everyone else out there, you know? And so when something bad happens, what do we do? Do we, our instinct sometimes is to look internal, you know, you know, protect yourself, you know, but you did the opposite. You said, how can I help people, you know, and you spread that message and, you know, think about how many, you know, people's lives and businesses were impacted, you know, if you hadn't have been there, yeah. you know, sharing that positive message. So, you know. Yeah. And it was rough for me too. I mean, it wasn't all smooth sailing through there, but getting through, getting through those rough times and people being able to come out the other side, that's where, that's really what's important. Cause we're always going to have that. Like you said, it's, it's going to happen again in one way or another, we're always going to have the ups and we're going to have the downs. Yeah. And I think it, it, it makes you appreciate how, fragile, you know, human life is very, and, and what we're doing, we have this and kind of, human consciousness. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I and mean, we, we've really, that's become a very stark realization over the last three years, the, the, the psyche of, uh, um, us as people and, uh, it's a mess out there right now. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, it, it doesn't take, even if you're working on it every day, sometimes it doesn't take much to get you off center and no, it doesn't. you have other, you know, just, the general public who isn't necessarily, you know, maybe they're watching the news and kind of being led to, to that direction, you know, which is just, you know, it, it's tough because I, I, I think if people stop watching the news, you know, I mean, w- what a positive impact that would have on our consciousness. Completely. Completely. Because it's, it's all, but one of the things that we talk about when we're helping people with the correct mindset is either eliminate or extremely limit your exposure to the news and any kind of form of media coming in because it's they, they have to remember number one it's a business and the business operates by eyeballs right they have to get attention in order to make money because they make money from whoever the advertisers are and what's interesting about that is that the fastest way to get people's attention is to scare the hell out of them, right? So they just pump fear and manipulation in, in order to be able to get that attention. And we've just had way too much of it the last three years. People get addicted to it. And once that happens, they can put any message in there that they want and people believe it because they're afraid. And the the number one thing a person's trying to get to at that moment is how do I feel safe and secure on the inside? Well, I've lost my bearing on certainty. How do I find that? Mm-hmm. You know, so staying out of it to begin with is like, that's great right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's worth its weight in gold. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. If nothing else. So tell me something big that you've accomplished lately. Well, let me give you one personal and one business. So in, in, 
in business this year, um, we're, we're going to finally cross the seven figure barrier for the first nice. time. Nice, That's awesome. And, um, you know, so that, that's, it's great, you know, but what's even better is we're laying a much stronger foundation, you know, for the future to keep that repeating, um, and, you know, to have it be easy and effortless. And part of that is, you know, we hired, um, a really amazing COO who has done a tremendous job in kind of complementing the things, you know, that, that I don't really do well. Right. And, um, you know, part of, um, and she actually went to the CEO solutions program, you know, that you guys offered. And, um, that was, that was amazing to work together through her, um, through that program with her, you know, to try to kind of like figure out where, where we're going to match and meet together. And that's just allowed me so much more freedom in the business and, and yeah, my life for sure. to be able to do what I want. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, a personal thing is last year, about a year ago, we, um, a friend and I went to Africa and we climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. And, um, that was, that was a really, interesting, fun, just, just an amazing experience, wonderful people. And, um, you know, let me tell you a quick story about that. So, and this is, this is how I think sometimes your mind really messes with you. I had bought the, won the trip at an auction, asked my friend to go. And this was a conscious decision, you know, to go over and, and to try to do this, you know, but three or four days, it's an eight day hike to the top and three or four days. What's the elevation up there? It's, it's um, almost 20,000 feet. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just, I didn't know. So I went. Yeah. Um, it's a little under, a little under 20. And, um, you know, but it's an eight day hike three or four days in. There's a lot of things that, that are uncomfortable. You know, it, it's 30 degrees when you wake up in the morning, you know, you're in a different environment, a foreign language, you know, the food's different. And I catch myself saying, you know, why am I doing this? Why am I not on a beach, you know, drinking a margarita? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I remembered I made this decision. I wanted to do this. Yeah. And once we take ownership of those choices that we make and fully commit and go through everything else for the rest of the trip was amazing. Of course, you know, my friend got sick and I was able to help him through it and he made it to the, to the top, which was amazing. But, you know, it, 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 it's, you wouldn't think that those things are related, but once you start seeing that, you know, Hey, this stuff applies to everything, everything, how you show up in everything in your life. So that was cool, you know, and, um, that little mindset thing made, you know, all the difference in, in enjoying that experience with everyone. That's so, a hell of a an achievement. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I bet it was. Yeah, I it bet was it really was. Cool. What's, uh, what's the next big vision? Where are you going now? What's the future look like? You know, that's a great question. Our, our vision for our firm is to have the biggest impact on the world that we can. And, uh, we want to do that through taking individuals that are, are in financial situations that they find themselves in where they they kind of have a victim mindset and, and show them, you know, the path uh, to being empowered through that. So, you know, we have goals of, you know, hitting $10 million for the firm and doubling revenue next year. And, you know, just just having having a lot of fun, you know, yeah. sometimes it's like, 
you know, we do this business, we take it so seriously. And, you know, of course we want to succeed, but at the end of the day, like if we're not having fun, you know, that's, is, is any of it really worth it? That's you know? right. It isn't to me. Well, to me, it's not yeah. right. The yeah. money's and people, I think a lot of people don't understand this. They, there's almost as if there's this switch in your mind that where you go, uh, when I get to this seven figure level or somewhere around there, that something is significant is going to change. And with all the people that I've helped get past that level, they all say the same thing. It's not what I thought it was. Right. And, they, and I'll go, well, tell me what you thought it was going to be. And they go, you know, I can't put my finger on it, but it feels like something's missing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you happy? Right. <laughs> Do you feel fulfilled on the inside? Yeah. And it's almost as if they're, they have, they're so focused on, let me just get mm-hmm. to this place and I'll figure everything out later. And then they get there and they go. It really doesn't solve anything. I mean, my problems are much easier to deal with. Absolutely no question sure. about that. But then the next thing I hear is I need to make my life happy. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do that along the way if, yes. if you're conscious about it. But, you know, if, if what you said about, you know, I just have to get to this point and then I'll be happy. It just... Right. Unfortunately, that never really happens unless you're just kind of having that that daily maintenance. Right. Right. Well, being happy is a decision, Mm -hmm. but making your life happy is a skill. Yeah. Right. There's so many pieces that are involved in that that where you're dealing with other people. It's really learning a skill to be able to do that. Hmm. That's a great point. I never heard you say that before. Cool. Well, it's really great that you came down to do this. I really yeah. appreciate it. This has been a blast. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Let's do it again soon. Yeah. I'd All right, man. Know. Thank you. Hey, thank you. You bet. Everything. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to learn more, go to lifeisnowinc.com. I'll see you next week.